I really appreciate you, Wayne. Welcome. This is jazz, just the way we like it. My name is Alfonso Severos. This is our weekly jazz podcast recorded live at Brick Arts in downtown Brooklyn, the People's Republic of Brooklyn. We play those classic jazz songs of the 1950s, 1960s, 1970s, and here and there, modern jazz play many of those songs that we listen to as young folks and here we are playing them again for our pleasure and especially for your pleasure and also to introduce a young and new generation to that fabulous original American art form known as jazz. I'm in the studio with my co-hosts and friend for over 60 years. Damn, that sound like a lot. <laughs> Lawrence Williams. What's up, brother Larry? All right, how you doing, man? I'm good, how you man. be, man? <laughs> I be good, bro. <laughs> that sound like a lot, right? Yeah, oh God. God, go, God. We all go back. Yeah. Mucho years. Yeah, Mucho años. <laughs> I was um uh, was 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 scanning through Facebook, you know, and every now and then I check on the site for the Marcy projects. And people were, were posting on there. I, only one or two people I recognized, but there were some folks going way back. Yeah. You, you know. <coughs> Did you get that post I sent you from uh, Anita? Anita uh, Green? Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. Lorraine. Her, who Anita Green was? Lorraine. I mean, if, you, if you remember Lorraine, then... then uh, she, yeah. was, she was the same age as us or younger? Younger. She was younger than us. Yeah, well, man, I just can't. can't. She like maybe like Johnny's age. Oh, John, John. Oh, okay, that's that's probably the reason why. Yeah, yeah, she's about you know maybe about one or two years younger than us. Okay, okay. but she used to hang out with Yvette and and Linda. Okay, and yeah. lived in that same building. Oh, okay, then I probably you you know her. You know her. You, yeah. Yeah. Wow, man, it was interesting, the comments and people uh, talking about the past and their experience, you know, so I posted how that was such a supportive environment. Oh, yeah. Oh, Marcy oh, Projects, I... man, it was, that was, that was more than home, man, that was the, the village. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. And once you got into the project, man, you were safe. safe. That's it, that was it, you were safe. Once you, you had got... a whole community that had your back. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. didn't, you, you know. But uh, but um, Anita sent me a um, <clears throat> uh, a clipping about uh, Pfizer and what it's turned into, what yeah. it was, and the transition it's, from what it was, it, yeah, and why it left, why they left, and and what it is now, 
And I sent it to you. When Probably you get a chance, take yeah. a look at it. it was, I yeah. thought it was a pretty good article. Good. Um, Fi- uh, Pratt took it over for a while. Oh, they did? Yeah, and they had their graduate program and their, uh, their program for those people interested in startups. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that, part da- of, that was part. That yeah, was my daughter there. was in there for a while. Oh, she was? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, so I had a chance for the first time in my life to go into that building. Yeah. Now, you know, that was the big secret, that building. So man. everything was open up, like yeah, everybody had a chance. Yeah. They shared. It was a shared community. Yeah. yeah. And they, you saw these, these rooms where they had these huge steel doors. Yeah. And they're very protective and sealing. And you wonder what they was doing in there, because I remember the smell. That smell was something else, man. It and went all the way down in the chemical toxins, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow, man, that was... Yeah, came all the way, if you ever went down that Flushing Avenue subway, Yeah, you couldn't help but smell yeah. that stuff. Pfizer used to be a, uh, a chemical pharmaceutical manufacturing. You know, Pfizer still is pharmaceutical. Yeah. Uh, but one of their main plants was in Brooklyn, uh, across the street from the Marcy Projects. And even as a young kid, when I was in elementary school, and I used to have to walk past there to go to go to school down to All Saints. Yeah, uh, I was a keenly aware that no blacks worked there. Yeah, you know, it was amazing. Yeah, none. It was right in the community. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I well, think later on, and later on, they probably changed yeah, they a they uh, began to uh, bring. But, but not in the 50s. Yeah. That wasn't happening. I don't even think it was happening in the 60s. Uh, all right, man. Let's move on, man. You know, we always start this podcast off with a song that somehow addresses the issue of social justice. I'm going to do it a little different. I'm going to do a piece that is a song and a poem. Uh, the song piece is done by a gospel group, New York City uh, Community Choir. And they're singing a piece called Peace Be Still. Peace Be Still. And that's a reference to the Bible when Christ uh, calmed the storm of the, of the sea, uh, the tempest. There was a storm, and he uh, uttered the words, Peace Be Still, and the, the storm sort of went by. And that's the, the, the gospel piece that would be singing. And the poetry of it is by a lady I deeply admire, Nikki Giovanni. And this is one of her pieces, it's one of her pieces controversial, uh, called The Great Pax Whitey. And a Pax is a period of peace in an empire. It really has its early references to the Roman Empire that was always at war. And there was a period of time that Rome was not at war, not trying to conquer somebody, and it was called, you know, a Pax, P-A-X, the Roman Pax. Now, Nikki Giovanni was, oh man, one of the best well-known poets, writers, activists, educators from the African-American community. She was a graduate of Frisk in Tennessee. Uh, she grew up in the Appalachians, became well-known in the 60s, with the black arts movement, civil rights movement, and black power movement. And she was dubbed the poet of the black revolution. Uh, In the 70s, she moved on to write children books and develop her own publishing company. 
So here's a piece by Nikki Giovanni that speaks to the treatment of African-Americans, racism, things of this nature. Uh, and it's an interesting poem, you know, it's, and it's accompanied with the New York City Gospel Choir singing, Peace, Be Still. Enjoy. Master, the tempest is raging, and the billows are tossing high. You see the sky. So shallow with blackness. Oh, no hell. Oh, no hell. And carry, carry our lives that we pay. death to all life, and the word was death to all peace. Be still. Be still. 
The genesis was life, the genesis was death, and the genesis of death was the genesis of war. Be still, peace, be still. In the name of peace, they waged the wars. Ain't they got no shame? In the name of peace, Lot's wife is now a product of the Morton Company. No, they ain't got no shame. Noah packing his wife and kitties up for a holiday. Row, row, row your boat. But why'd you leave the unicorns, Noah, huh? Why'd you leave them? While our black Madonna stood there, 18 feet high, holding him in her arms, listening to the rumblings of peace. Be still. Be still. Can I get a witness, 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 he wanted to know. And Peter only asked, who is that dude? Who is that black dude? Looks like a troublemaker to me. And the foundations of the mighty, mighty Roman Catholic Church were laid. Hallelujah, Jesus. No, they ain't got no shame. Because they killed the Carthaginians in the great Appian way. And they killed the Moors just to civilize a nation. And they just killed the earth and blew out the sun in the name of a God whose genesis was white. And war wooed God and America was born. Where war became peace and genocide patriotism. And honor is a happy slave cause all God's children need rhythm. And glory hallelujah, why can't peace be still? The great emancipator was a bigot. Ain't they got no shame? And making the world safe for democracy were 20 million slaves. No, they ain't got no shame. And they barbecued six million to raise the price of beef and cross the 16th parallel to control the price of rice. Ain't we never gonna see the light? And champagne was shipped out of the east while kosher pork was introduced to Africa. Only the torch can show the way. In the beginning was the deed and the deed was death and the honkies are getting confused. Peace, be still. So the great white prince was shot like a nigger in Texas and our black shining prince was murdered like that thug in his cathedral while our nigger in Memphis was shot like their prince in Dallas and my lord, ain't we never gonna see the light? The rumblings of this peace must be still, be still, be still. All black people, ain't we got no pride? Now you got to remember the context of that poem, man. That was in the 1960s, 1970s, and that was Nikki Giovanni. Larry, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the first time I've ever heard her. I know, I'm, I know of her, but I, I, I don't think that I've ever had really had a chance, a chance to, to listen. listen to her. Yeah. And man, she is wrapping oh. off on, you know, quick and the, Sharp, and it's just so sharp. You just can see yeah. exactly what she's talking about. Yeah, she you know. was a uh, she was a fire. She still is a fire, man. She's yeah. uh, she just recently retired from teaching in university and a whole lot of stuff that she was involved with, man. Uh, but that's a a powerful piece that was done. She and, and 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 it's one of the first time I heard a poet combine gospel with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and 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 so it came out almost like spoken word this is pre-spoken word this is pre-rap man this is this is the yeah, yeah, original yeah. creative stuff that she was doing yeah yeah and 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 when when i listen to her i mean as much as i i, I love um angela davis nikki is more powerful oh, in, yes. in in her language oh yeah and uh, i think in her ability to keep you interested in what she's saying yeah uh because i think Angela is more of an intellectual. intellectual. Absolutely. She's more of an intellectual, so she's a deep thought. Yeah, yeah. Whereas 
Nikki is right there. She's just pointing oh, out. Oh, yeah. Putting right in your face. face. Yeah. 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 There's no confusion. Yeah. She has a number of her poems that she recorded with the New York Gospel Choir. Okay, okay. And it's, they're all on YouTube. You know, people can look them up. And I guess we'll periodically play them. You know, this is, I want to expand what we do in this podcast because jazz has its roots in in blues jazz has its roots in gospel and gospel has its roots in spiritual it's all it's it's all connected yeah yeah 100 you know so um with yeah, that it's, it's, that being said larry this podcast gonna be a little different brother <laughs> <laughs> got a little little something 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 uh, something yeah all right, all man right. this is a, a podcast on blues and jazz guitars oh my god so we're gonna listen to some blues guitar and we're gonna listen to some jazz guitar you know uh so uh you probably know the jazz guitar artist but for many people, the blues artists may be new, and you're going to be surprised at the creativity and the skills of these bluesmen. So let's start things off with a, probably the best-known jazz guitarist, Wes Montgomery. All right. And this was a song that he did that was very popular. It's called... Bumping on the sunset. So sit back and enjoy. West Montgomery.
Mr. Cool, Wes Montgomery. And that was the first jazz piece guitarist we, we play in. Ja- he was born in 1934 and passed away. Uh, he was born in 1923, passed away in 1968. And he was very popular in the 60s. You, I know you know Wes Montgomery, Larry. Yeah, yeah. He was great. He was great. Yeah. His music still, still lingers on. Yeah, yeah, you know. he had his own unique style, man. Yeah, he did. Nice he and did. cool, though. He was a cool dude, man. Yeah, yeah. He was he, he was the Cal- he was from California, right? Yeah, He's I think he was West. West Coast. Yeah, he was West Coast. I don't yeah. know if it's California, but I know he was West Coast. Yeah. Okay, folks, be doing black uh, jazz and blues guitar players, and that was uh, our first jazz guitarist, uh, West Montgomery. And now our first, we're going to play our first blues guitarist, a uh, guy called Freddie King. Freddie King, American blues guitarist, singer, and songwriter. And he was considered one of the three kings of blues guitars. It was Freddie King, B.B. King, and Albert King. They were not related, but these cats were the cats when it came to blues guitars. He was very popular. Uh, well known for his soulful playing and his powerful voice. And uh, he was one of the cats that all the English groups came over to the States to copy his style. Him and this other fellow we'll play called Buddy Guy. Those were the two guys that the Rolling Stones, um, uh, Eric Klotman, all these folks just copied that style. And when you hear them, now they were playing this stuff before them. They even copied their songs. And, uh, but these are the original folks. So Freddie King. And one thing about blues guitarists, Larry, they not only play the guitar, they sing. So, hey, get yourself ready for a treat. And the name of this piece, uh, Have You Ever Loved a Woman? This was one of his most famous pieces. And then, years later, Eric Clapman played it, and I guess made good gobs of money off it. But, the, you know, the guy who really put it out there first was Freddie King. So let's, let's listen to uh, Freddie King, man, listen to how he can play this guitar, folks. And have you ever loved a woman? Yeah. Yeah. 
Freddie King. He was born in 1934 and passed away in 1976. Man, he played that down-home style, and he was famous for developing that thumb-finger-picking approach that so many white rock groups uh, imitated after him, man. But you can hear that brother can play, Larry. Yeah, that's for sure. Was that Floyd Lee with him also? I, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I saw Floyd in the subway. He was one of the... He was doing his thing down in the subway, I hear and you. he was doing it up. I bought one of his albums while I was down there because it was yeah. so good. I, you know, it was a time where I was just, uh, I was just getting into blues. Yeah, you know, yeah. and Floyd Lee was, you know, the that voice, that raspy voice. I know, and you know, you know, uh, so many of the. Uh, Later generations, you know, not only did they step away from jazz, man, but they stepped away from blues. Blues, yeah, yeah, true. And then blues was, man, it was a powerful music form that reflected the social community family conditions. 
Yeah. You know? That, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, a powerful form, and it comes from our origins in the South, man. But that's Freddie King, one of the three kings, man. And uh, bad brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah like, I really like the way he plays. Yeah. But you, but know, the, you see the, the connection, too, with the organ and how that, oh. that, that church thing or spiritual call thing. Call and respond. It, call and respond. Yep. It's in blues. It's in gospel, yep. man. Yep. It's all across the, you know, in our music. Yeah. Historically, you know, we were singing it and then we were playing it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's another bad brother, but he's on the jazz side. And uh, you may know him, George Benson. Uh, and here's a piece where he really shows his chops, his skills. Uh, this was done in 1978, and it's called Take Five. You know Take Five from <laughs> Dave Brubeck. No, 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 I say that when actually I wanted to say, Welcome, Mr. Sadao Watanabe. Thank you. 
Elantra versus Honda Civic. Oh man, I uh, I think you got a Hyundai Elantra in there <laughs> that I did not know about. some fabulous guitar players man this that was george benson take five recorded in 1978 you know he was a child prodigy and he was playing professionally by the age of 19 wow he has 10 grammy awards and a star on the hollywood walk of fame he was playing larry he was definitely playing uh 
the the speed at which he hits those notes, man, it was just like fantastic. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that really a lot. Yeah, man. I mean, the skills of both these jazz and blues guitarists is is amazing. Even though the music form varies, but they exhibit amazing skills. And here's another guy that that you know off the charts, Buddy Guy. You know, Buddy Guy was like Freddie Kane. He was like uh, the originators of, of blues guitars, man. He was one of the guys that was really copied by Eric Clapton, Jimmy Hendrix, Keith Richards, Jeff Beck, all these, you know, pretty well-known rock uh, guitarists. Uh, he played with Money Waters. Uh, Buddy Guy, and he had his own little style. Did he play with Howling Wolf too? I don't know. I don't I'm not sure. Uh-huh. I, don't I don't I don't I don't I don't know uh that much about blues guitars. Uh-huh. But enjoy this uh piece called Damn Right I Got the Blues.
blues Yeah, see y'all got me feeling good Damn right, people You damn right, I got the blues Let me mess it up now Big leg woman Girl, you need to keep your dress tail down Down. Oh, you know you got something there, girl, that make a bulldog hug a hound. That's what I said. You're damn right, I got the blues. Oh, you're damn right, I'll keep the blues. guy man uh wow larry how'd you like him man oh yeah he's all right he's all right <laughs> oh yeah definitely a blues, yeah. Man. very popular brother man i you know in preparing for this podcast man i learned a lot about blues guitar players man i really i have to admit man i wasn't up on it as much as i should be but these cats are bad yeah 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 I, uh, you know there was a little while back where I was I was getting into the blues a lot and uh I you know I was surprised how much I I missed out on you know but uh it's a it's a great form, form yeah uh you know and and the sad set one of the sad things man is that today uh you go to a blues show man with some of these greats or the newer blues players and most of the audience is white. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's not a, a a art form that attracts blacks like it used to, even though it's ours. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I found the same thing like in the seventies with uh, the the jazz clubs that I used to go to. Yeah. The ones that were like in Soho. Yeah. Um, yeah. Majority of the people that were there were white, so they I mean they appreciate the music they enjoyed yeah, it they were yeah. bopping their heads. They were but you knew that there was a black gen- a, a black contingency that that really dug jazz, even they may not have gone to the clubs. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. supported it and dug yeah, it. Right, and right. I'm not sure about the blues if that's the same case. I don't think it was. I don't think. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I'm quite sure that I, I didn't get into buying blues albums as as well as I was buying. Yeah, that's jazz my point. Albums. Same, yeah. same here. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. And that was true for all our friends. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't uh, can't even remember anybody who was really into the blues. No, no, no. My father used to play it, but I paid it no mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, man, we got time for one more jazz artist. And this is a guy who was well known by other jazz musicians. And he was the guitar player for 
A lot of recordings by Oscar Peterson and Ella Fitzgerald. And his name is Joe Pass. So uh, let's listen to Joe Pass. And he has a very unique, creative style of playing jazz. Uh, He died in 1994. But you, you can see, man, this cat is good. Joe Pass. Genius within his own rights. Would you welcome on guitar the talented Joe Pass? That's Oscar Peterson that introduced him. Ain't misbehaving. Thank you. 
Joe Pass, man. How'd you like him, Larry? Oh, man, he's phenomenal. Skill level yeah, was yeah, there, yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah. Skill level was there. Yeah. Woo. That speed. Yeah. I'm going to uh, play one more blues song, you know, uh, since we don't play the blues much. Uh, and this is a blues guitarist, Albert Collins, known as the Iceman. And this is a, a piece he did called uh, Cold, Cold Feelings. So uh, let's sit back and listen to and enjoy this piece. Present. Every time that feeling 
Larry Albert uh, Collins, you know there was that uh, guitar in blues that was smoking before the guitar in rock. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> you can hear it, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, wow, man. Well, this was a different podcast, but it was great. Guitar, man, and blues and jazz, man. And I hope you enjoyed it, Larry. I definitely enjoyed it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is really good. Yeah. I like the I like that you had the you know the two different styles. Yeah. But they were all very good at what they did. I know. All of them. I know, man. Yeah. Yeah, man, they were like uh skill level in in both blues and and jazz was amazing, man. Yeah. 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 The speed and the notes and oh man, yeah. how it correlated. Oh man, it was beautiful. It's a beautiful show today. Yeah, great. Larry, thanks for being here, brother. Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed today's show too. Good. And I hope you folks out there uh, enjoy listening to this podcast. Uh, we definitely enjoy playing this and discussing the music. And. Uh, as always, until the next time, people, peace and love. stars that shine up above you in the clear blue skies. How I worry about you, just can't live my life without you. Baby, come here, don't have no fear. Oh, is there a wonder why I'm really feeling in the mood for love? So tell me why, stop to think. About this weather, my dear This little dream might fade away There I go a-talking out of my head again Oh baby, won't you come and put our two hearts together That would make me strong and breathe Ooh, when we are one I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid If there's a cloud up above us 
go on and let it rain I'm sure our love together will endure a hurricane Oh, my baby, won't you please let me love you And give me relief from this awful misery James, Woody, you can come on in, man, and you can blow now if you want to. We're through. <laughs> 